what is up everybody welcome to the winging it podcast episode 100 and we got us a special guest with us terminator juice how are you doing what's up guys i'm doing pretty pretty good i would say uh good to be here it's been a while jay since i talked to you and uh you know sorry we didn't do proper introductions uh, <laughs> and saying i don't know what you what names you prefer to be called um jack and i don't know Fans sand <laughs> that's a killer beard by the way i appreciate it <laughs> i can't grow that so i'm right there with you <laughs> all right sandstorm how you doing man i'm doing pretty good uh it's finally getting a little bit warmer in michigan oh yeah um, it's nice yeah only to have winter just yesterday so <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah finally <laughs> so y'all got bipolar weather too i see oh mm-hmm. yeah out of any state this this is probably the most bipolarish. it'll be winter <laughs> in june if it really wanted to be right that's how doing yard work man it was nice 60 degrees out sunny <laughs> jack what's up man how you been good man glad to be back and as you see finally moved in after delay after delay after delay but yes i'm finally set up again um but yeah i'm kind of similar as you sandstorm uh bipolar weather like i'm here in florida just yesterday beautiful day like sun was hitting right clouds were bright and then today is 61 just what that's warm that's warm for us yeah that's warm for y'all but i'm florida florida that is like if the breeze hit the right way it's cold down here yeah it's like krista and the kid and krista (laughs) talking about 60 being cold in california and like yeah She's talking about waiting in the cold for the week for the Wii launch. And I'm like, get out of here. I was, it was like 10 degrees when I waited for the must be nice. <laughs> All right. So tonight we are going to be freestyling people, which means we got no topics. We just gonna talk about stuff. So, Jack, you you are first tonight. What you got? Um, the one thing I wanted to talk about, because you you kind of took what I wanted to talk about, because we'll show it later, but the Sonic 2 movie. Me and the kids went to go take a look at it Saturday. Now, comparing it to the first movie, it was kind of like a, a slow buildup. Because I, I like the first movie from beginning to end. But this one was kind of like what I expected the first movie to be. Kind of to get everybody you know, into Sonic, understand Sonic, and kind of build a world around it. But this second movie kind of, kind of did that, you know? Because we all, for anybody that saw the first movie, you understand where Sonic is, how he's incorporated into the human life, um, and just kind of who he is as as a character. And that one kind of continues to play on that in peaceful times, if you will. And then it starts getting into the action, and that's when things start picking up, and I really start liking the movie from there. Um, Just seeing Jim Carrey kill it once again as Robotnik, uh, Idris Elba kill it as Knuckles, and them portraying the character of knuckles uh, the way i think a lot of people are going to dislike it because i liked it i like i like it but i think people are going to dislike it because if you did not like the knuckles of sonic boom you're not gonna like his knuckles oh yeah well it's not like sonic and knuckles knuckles the ah no the the i agree but i also think it it could possibly work because they draxed them yeah, mm-hmm. and I think that's what people are gonna like because they actually draxed him. By draxing him, I mean he acts like Drax in Guardians of the Galaxy, yeah, the old right. stoic straight man to a point where it's like the comedy rolls off of him because they're like, "No, dude, it's like this." 
Yeah. Yeah. He's very okay. serious and very yeah. to the point. And then when they ex- try to explain things to him, he's still in that mindset. So, I mean, it works fantastic, especially like towards the end of the movie or actually at the end of the movie to where he actually is with Sonic and Tails. So I like the movie in general and I'm not going to spoil anything, but the trailers did a good <laughs> the trailers did a good job at hiding something that I didn't think was going to be in this movie. Um, How'd you feel about the humans? Because I heard from my um, buddy Terrell, who's a huge Sonic fan, he said the right. human part of it was needs to go in these movies. In um, his opinion, I think with this one, they did a better job of keeping them out of it because the first movie they were in it a lot, like a mm-hmm. lot, a lot. But with this one, they're in like the beginning. And then, like at the middle of the movie, they're completely gone, and they kind of make a guest appearance at the end. But that's about it. So they did a good mm-hmm. job focusing on Robotnik, um, Knuckles, Tails, and Sonic throughout the the majority of the movie. Yeah, because the human element it only it only serves like one real purpose, right? And mm-hmm. it's the same purpose from the first movie. And right. I liked the the sister in law who just kept yeah. telling telling <laughs> her to get her. rid of him. You, you gonna <laughs> I thought that was funny. They didn't use it, utilize, or they didn't overuse it. But uh, mm-hmm. I, uh, you know, I I'm not the biggest Sonic fan. Um, I don't think I don't think there's been a good 3D Sonic game. I think Lost World was the best one, um, <laughs> and that's not saying much. But no. uh, as mean, far I, as I my nostalgia for the character doesn't, but I I thought the first movie was okay. Um, yeah. It was enjoyable, but it wasn't like. I thought Sonic was probably my least favorite part because I, I thought he was kind of just too hyper, too annoying, and mm. I don't, I've heard that he's it's kind of amplified in the sequel um, mm. to an extent. True. And then he has to he he kind of dumbs it down when it gets kind of serious. Like okay, he kind of okay. has to dumb it down. So, but I I agree. Um, but one thing I will say because I mentioned this to to the kids, I depending on how people receive this movie could really hurt the games. Because if you like the first movie and you like the second one, it's kind of getting to that point to where if you don't like Sonic like that or if Sonic doesn't come out with a good game, you kind of have to leave them to the movies. Because mm-hmm. um, uh, yeah. now we got Sonic Frontier coming up. That's yeah. really got to step it up. But otherwise, and they Sonic's still, just haven't, shown, they still right. haven't shown anything. I, I'd be surprised if it. If it comes out this year, cancel completely. But here's the thing. I saw the uh, the audience score for Sonic, and it was in the Sonic fans never disappoint. Ninety nine percent was the was the score for the audience score on Sonic. So you know, the Sonic fan base, man. I'm sorry, uh, but anything that's even just okay, they're mm-hmm. cheering for because yeah. they're so used yeah. to shit yeah. lately. You know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They're loyal. Yeah. They are loyal. So, so if it's just even remotely decent, then it's uh, gonna get you know praised like crazy so right i thought that was pretty pretty uh funny and uh fitting for the sonic fans step up you know to to go and you know review bomb it but not the opposite of review bombing yeah, right. right glorify review, it <laughs> glorifying yeah well um dad let me ask you this because um i did there was a couple things about it that i did like i i thought sonic at the beginning was kind of over hyper but once tails comes in that they kind of melt that that mellows out quick quick Jack goes to like their relationship kind of like in the games mm-hmm. kind of um how did you like that uh the actual fight sequences they did because one of them they actually lifted straight from sonic x mm-hmm. to the point of plagiarism 
Yes, <laughs> very much so. CG plagiarism. <laughs> um, for me, the only fight scene I really liked was the one at the end when they were fighting over the uh, Chaos Emerald, the Master Emerald. That where Sonic was actually fighting back this time instead yeah. of like getting his ass knocked out. But uh, other than that, I mean, it's only so much. I thought he did a good job on that because that the yeah. way they did the lighting in that fight. Because they, for lack of a better term, they beat the shit out of each other. Oh, yeah, for sure. So, <laughs> and the way they do it, like, you see the scene in the trailer. You mm. see the scene in the actual trailer. So, they play with the darkness of that temple room right. and the lights off their power. So, when they knock each other across the room, the way they, the way they shoot it, I'm like, this actually looks, looks good. Amazing. Yeah, like... Yeah. Yeah. They actually put some thought into it. So I, I mean, the CG like, looks great in the trailer. Like it's yeah. amazing. Yeah. yeah, especially with the close-ups, like seeing all the fur and everything mm -hmm. else. Man, that looks amazing. Because yeah. I mean, they had to for the first movie. They had to rush out that because mm -hmm. uh, they had to redo uh, all the, the all Sonic. Ugly, yeah, the ugly original trailer. So <laughs> they had to redo all that, and there's still some really good-looking shots. So yeah. right. Now that they had it from the beginning, had it, you know, working on it and didn't have to change. I mean, that's from from somebody who's just watched the trailer. I was pretty excited based on the trailer. Mm -hmm. And then what I do is I, I don't I don't listen to the reviews, opinions or score. Mm -hmm. I listen to when they're talking objectively and just in detail, saying details from a movie or a game. And if right. I hear things that are red flags to me or that I don't like, then I kind of, yeah, I'll wait. So I saw, I watched three or four different reviewers and uh, most of them liked it overall, but I was, but the things they were saying sounded like, yeah, that's a, that's a wait for Blu-ray movie for me. Yeah. I can see I that. Would, I would say it's either a matinee. I would not play full price for this. I would say it's either no. a matinee or wait for Blu-ray streaming. It depends on, on how you feel. Like it's a, to me, if you ain't got nothing to do on a Saturday or Sunday afternoon and you just want to get out of the house, that's a perfect mm -hmm. movie to watch because you're not going to be right. mad. And Matt no. makes 10 bucks for me. I don't know what it is for you guys. Yeah, it's the same down it's here. The same here. Yeah. It's yeah. Same. So it's it's not like it's not one of those movies where you're going to go in and at a matinee, you're going to be mad that you went and seen it because you're right. going to laugh at something in that movie. Right. You are yeah. going to laugh. They're like, you're going to laugh at something. Right. Yeah, <laughs> so, whether it's human or Sonic or Knuckles, but I will say, the theater I was in, it was packed, but it was quiet throughout majority of the movie. <laughs> like even with some of the things that were supposed to be funny, not oh, a man. chuckle. See that? Like, <laughs> Let me ask you guys because uh, I used to have a debates with Rob of Rule to review because he <laughs> loved packed theaters. He loved people shouting, cheering, and all this in mm -hmm. the movie. And I was like, dude, my dream situation is I go see like let's you know, let's say the Batman. You know, mm -hmm. a movie I'm looking forward to, and I'm the only one in there, or maybe there's two other people way down in the front row. To me, that's <laughs> the better situation because, especially on comedies, because if if it if the jokes aren't hitting right, yeah, and then no one else is laughing, then you feel like people feel obligated to not like uncomfortable to laugh at a joke that's really funny. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I remember, I can't remember the exact movie. Um, I went and seen a movie and that something was so fucking hilarious. Or I don't know if you're if you guys swear, but sorry. Um was so so hilarious <laughs> and no one else laughed. And I'm mm -hmm. like, it made me self-conscious about laughing at anything else in the movie. And then I just realized I watched it when when it came out, watched it at home. 
And I laughed my ass off for the whole movie. I'm like, man, <laughs> I'm never going to go see another comedy at the theater because the guy I go was going with a lot, dude I work with, he didn't laugh at much either. So it was just wow. like, I'm like, you know, it's just comedies are better suited for, in my opinion, for yeah. like a little more personal with your girlfriend, yeah. with your buddies, yeah. not in a big auditorium where if, if people aren't laughing, then well, you feel uncomfortable to laugh. See, Terminator, I have been in movies where it's just been me and like one other person because like I would take off for like the Star Wars movies. Mm-hmm. I would take off from work that opening day and go to like the first show. Yeah. And it would just be me and this guy who would always be taking his conference calls. Right wow. from the <laughs> so <laughs> I, I do understand that. And then there's sometimes where, uh, and y'all can attest to this, I go to the black theater because I need my color commentary <laughs> on something. <laughs> and um, I'd be having a good time in there because, yeah, depending on where you but, at, you know. Don't sit, uh, but extra. Well, what was uh oh shit Medea? Was that those Medea, movies? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I could see that being being more fun with the big that and yeah. any horror movie. Like yeah. oh, horror, horror movies are the best. Boy, you go see that in a black oh, movie, you gonna laugh. I was going yeah, <laughs> you gotta you gotta have people that are loose because yeah. if, you get, if you're in a theater where people are just stuck up, they're not gonna laugh. Yeah. yeah, they're not because I mean I'm like anybody goes through genres of like what's their favorite genres. I'm the dumb comedy guy. Like mm-hmm. I like the dumb comedies. So whether it's something you look at and like, why is that hilarious? I'm dying laughing. And I don't like that's just I like thing. the dry humor dark right. comedy. Yeah. <laughs> that's what I, I I hate I don't mind the dumb stuff, but I really I like the smarter dry stuff that mm. that doesn't yeah. most people don't even catch. I yeah, like I, the dumb stuff depending on who's in it. Right. <laughs> yeah. I kind of agree with you though, because there's like some stuff that like has humor in it, like uh, like Spider Man, for example. Like right. I, we all know what we're all gonna laugh at, so I don't mind it being a bigger crowd. But if it's like a comedy that I know is gonna have that humor that I like, um, I'm kind of like you. Like if I laugh, I don't want to feel uncomfortable because I'm gonna <laughs> laugh pretty loud. Like yeah, I thought the funniest joke in Deadpool was uh, the one where he had a dream. About uh, it was something to a take, and it's been a while since I've seen it. And he's like, and Liam Neeson just wasn't having none of it, or something. He was talking about, <laughs> oh, yeah, I had a dream that I kidnapped his daughter. That's what he said. I had a dream that I kidnapped Liam Neeson's daughter, and he was having none of it. Yeah. I laughed my ass off. I was the only one in the theater who thought that was funny. Nah, and, I, um, I was laughing at that point, too, because it was just, yeah, everyone laughed at the obvious stuff, but man, that was to me was the funniest line in the whole movie smart humor. And I was just like, yeah, I mean, you have to be a movie fan to know what the reference, you know, like right. Liam Neeson is like casual. I'm going to say it. MCU fans uh, probably <laughs> don't know who yet. Liam Neeson is. He was in Star Wars, but he wasn't in the MCU. So, uh, yeah, yeah that's big that to where you have jokes that kind of play into other movies, because um, I was having this conversation with someone the other day to where we were talking about uh, battle rap, to where they would talk about certain things, but if you don't know what's going on or what they're referencing to, it kind of kills the entire yeah, movie. Yeah, yeah. Pop oh, culture <laughs> references can also date a movie, too, though. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. Especially if that movie's been on the shelf for a couple years. Right. Yeah. That, that can really hurt it. So, Shadow, how you doing, man? I'm good. I'm just adhering to industry standards here. So, uh, <laughs> excuse me while I... Adhere oh. to industry standards. <laughs> Did I say congratulations on it? Yeah. 
Oh, well, congratulations. It's, well, it's, it's just the same old perpetuation of, you know, adhering to said industry standards because they do exist. But video, yeah, games I do my next year. video games follow them. They don't create them. Yeah, so. I, I, I got to do mine next year. Why'd you have to remind me? Um, <laughs> <laughs> all right. So um, since I had to suffer through some stuff, um, y'all finna suffer through it with me. So uh, there we go. Hey, here we go. I, I had to suffer through it. This so, is my first time, so you know. This will be my second time going through it. I think I'll be all right. Y'all finna suffer just like I had to suffer. So I'm, I'm doing y'all a favor. I'm not showing the the uh, the iOS stuff. Y'all thank you. That on your own time. Yeah, thank you. So, <laughs> but y'all are finna see this um, Unreal Engine. And Shadow, I think you're going to really love the real-time ray tracing on the bed. <laughs> oh, I think the you're thing gonna that... This, this Doesn't Unreal Engine negate the whole point of ray tracing? No, 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 no. You gotta understand. You have to see, once you see the the frame, the window frame, you're gonna see the real time ray tracing. Trust okay. Trust <laughs> we'll see. Here we go, people. And I uh, just want to start this off by saying I like I watched this. I thought it was a fan made Unreal Engine. <laughs> you wouldn't be wrong. This is. I don't think it's <laughs> nah, there's no way of looking like this. See, can't you just tell the real-time ray tracing and the lighting knowledge? <laughs> yeah. Reminds me of the, the UE4 demo they did before about the with the bedroom and stuff and all the chairs. See, see, this is what I'm talking about, uh, Shadow. Do you see the real-time ray tracing? So what is the point? It's Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> 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 What yeah. what Disney movie could they use? Because the parts of the Caribbean look pretty much photorealistic. Yeah, but this doesn't look really like good. it's coming from any. And this is what made me mad. Uh, I think yeah. he looks all right, honestly. He looks I don't like a, the feet. a pop star, like a K-pop star. <laughs> he looks like he, he belongs in Final he, Fantasy. Let's hmm. just go there. That's ironic, considering Final Fantasy. I didn't even we see this part. Yeah. To me, it just looks like an advanced Pixar movie. This right here looks doesn't. Yeah. Cause see, at this point, I'm like, okay, so maybe he's, uh, what is it? Um, world ends with you. Yeah. Then I remember they already did that. <laughs> His style doesn't fit with the other human character. It doesn't. Uh, so, like, what are they even going for? And, and this guy dude that has to open every one of them. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe they saw Mario in New Donk City and figured we could do it too. I don't. I was watching this like, is this the Matrix demo? (laughs) (laughs) They took the city and put something on top of it. Oh, you gonna you gonna steal film? Yep, that's yep. Wow. All right, so now if they just take him and put him in a, a more animated looking world, I, I think it'd be fine personally. Oh, wow, they're gonna give us quote unquote gameplay, too, huh? Yeah, but I mean, that? that's where it just looks so weird. This game wow. ain't been out for six years, so yeah, like, that car turned selfie. <laughs> Bloodied up and skating on all that glass. <laughs> yeah. This ain't I this won't even be in the game. I'm calling it right now. No. 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 This is like hey uh Metroid Prime 4 logo, but a little bit better <laughs> than that. <laughs> yeah, why did they even show like they just threw a hood up there? Like that's not even yeah. <laughs> they fake the hood. I think uh Donald and the other dudes look, look pretty decent. Yeah, they look good. It's just, I don't know. 
Because wow. it was already bad enough that they've strayed away from Final Fantasy. But, yeah, this is crazy. Like, yeah, the fact that Cloud and Sephiroth wasn't in 3 says it all. At all. So they're still going to look cartoony. Yeah. How does yeah, that work? That's telling you. <laughs> I'm seriously thinking that that was just like... They threw that together in a weekend. Yeah. <laughs> we, we need no video way. to announce this game. We can't just have a title. <laughs> I mean, it can look drastically different between now and when it releases six years from now. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and look at that text. That text is even generic. Like, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. It just, that's yeah. why I thought it was a fan project, honestly. Recap at a later date. <sighs> Right. So wow. this this is what kind of hurt me because like y'all said, I played through Kingdom Hearts 3. I didn't finish it because they pissed me off halfway through it. So I'm going to go back and try to finish it. But <laughs> I'm sitting here looking at this. I'm like, like you said, Terminated, this is fan made. Yeah. yeah and, and then they threw a HUD on there. I'm like, why did they put a HUD on there? Straight no up like real engine yeah, that's a, that's some bullshit right there. That HUD. Yeah. That's fake. Yeah. <laughs> And then to see, like, no, this came from Square Enix. I'm like, why? <laughs> hey, at least at least they decided early on that they were going to go with Unreal instead of Luminous. And then I'm like, well, uh, it's not working on Luminous, so let's move right. to Unreal again. I, here's the problem with this, right? The whole goal about this is Square needs to have, the, have their investors to, to pony up, right? Mm -hmm. um, their quarter just ended already. They're like... 10 days late why would they <laughs> do this now of all like it doesn't make any sense to me unless it's a response to investor queries um on the 31st so i don't understand why would they do this you it's think they a real strange timing you think they sent it out to investors first um and the no. investor was maybe like it was a reaction to yeah send it out yeah. maybe right. investors were asking for something and yeah. they, right. this was 10 days later this is what they came up with Right. I mean, if you're in an investor meeting, you're gonna show this. Yeah. If you're square, you're gonna show this. Yep. Whatever Final Fantasy, whatever number, and you're gonna show this. Yep. Because they you showed know, Final Fantasy 16, what two year and a half, almost two years ago, something like that. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, that looked way farther along than right than this Kingdom Hearts. Yeah. I'm thinking they just, like you said, they probably just threw this in, threw this together in a week. They probably hadn't even started. A I mean, just look what people right. did with Under Engine Five and, and like. Mm -hmm. A month, just a dude by himself, you know. Yeah, yeah. I don't love that. Oh, Zelda and Unreal Engine Five stuff, but it was still a pretty competent looking tech demo, right? Yeah, for one yeah. person. And now you think Square would be able to do better than that? Yeah, I mean, they got the workforce for it. Um, <laughs> I mean, right. based off of what, because everything now is kind of coming to fruition with that leak. So I mean, at least they've had it. I'm assuming somewhat in the works for a while. When did so. the three come out? 2019 or 20? 2018. 2018. Oh, I was gonna was say 2018. Yeah, I think it was 2018. Was it 18? Nah, I swear oh. it was. After oh, I... oh, now we got a goggle. <laughs> <laughs> was it later, yeah. early in the year? Oh, oh, early, early 19. Oh, was yeah. It oh, yeah, it was. They delayed. I think they delayed it to early the next yeah. year. They, oh, yeah. it, it, March it or February. One more time. It got delayed yeah. one more time. Did they do any like expansions or anything? No. Yeah, because they did have an expansion. Did so they? you figured they might have started the concept of this game maybe in 2020? Maybe. maybe I would imagine. Yeah. And it could, it, and it's not too far flung because uh, the whole point of Unreal Engine 5, the big the big part they wanted to promote was 
all your UE4 projects, just dump them in here and they're automatically yeah. going to work kind of. Mm-hmm. So I, I could see I could see how whatever they were already working on for a sequel to Kingdom Hearts 3, they could easily move to Iron Red Engine 5. Well, so. they, here's this thing, you know, um, in my podcast, I'm surrounded by guys who are afraid of not afraid, but they don't love like like more realistic looking visuals, mm-hmm. um, even mm-hmm. if it's still like an artistic style. And what I've I've you know heard over the last whatever since the Unreal Engine Five was first revealed, they because they're taking all these assets, you know they got people out taking photos like high res photos of all these real world assets. They said literally we're gonna have a flip where the easier thing is gonna do the is gonna be the photorealistic visuals art styles, and before that was the hard stuff. Right so now, yeah. the more artistic stuff is gonna take more time because they can't just pull a now a fire hydrant, you know, a realistic looking one from the stock and not, they'll have to modify it. So right. that's just interesting to me. And I, I, you know, I wish that they were both just as easy because I don't want everything that looks photorealistic. Um, but it does have its place. But yeah, so we kind of flipped to where the photorealism is going to be almost every game you're going to see is probably going to have that photorealistic the mm-hmm. desert, the the red desert rocks, you know, like yeah. from yeah. the demos they're, they're default. Like they're yeah. they're an object now. You can call them. They're the not city, even... you know, everything's gonna just kind of look the same. Um, the humans are all gonna look super realistic, and it's like mm-hmm. developers are gonna be like, Well, we can get it out doing this way in let's say two years, but if we want to do something like like what Rare was doing with Everwild that I thought looked really cool art style, right. this could take three to four years. Which one are we gonna yeah. do? You know, you know the 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 uh what do you call them? The the investors are gonna push for get that game out in two years. So I'm, yeah. I'm a little mm-hmm. That corporate yeah. mindset. And this is Kingdom Hearts, man. They they go to different worlds. The every world is supposed to look different. It's supposed right. to have that different style mm-hmm. to it. So mm-hmm. and I yeah. I haven't seen any evidence of like uh like I mentioned Pixar, like of, of Unreal Engine 5 doing anything Pixar like. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So I don't they might have to uh you know. Re- just build it from scratch if they're going to go that route because they can't just pull a, a real life asset. Um, that's why I'm worried about like Hellblade 2 because I'm a big fan yeah. of the first game. Yeah. And I'm like that first quote unquote demo they showed, which was more uh, just cinematics. Yeah. I'm just seeing that same, you know, Unreal Engine 5, you know, rocks and stuff. You know, yeah, there's yeah. some pretty good lighting and, and going on, but, <clears throat> you know, I'm not hyped. I'm not excited for that game anymore. You know, like that's not. The direction I wish that that I thought they should go. That's just my personal. I would hope they would go a little more fantasy, a little less, right. you know, realistic. But yeah, yeah. So, do we have any more like household name engines that people can gravitate to? Because I mean, it seems like yes, Unreal Engine is kind of like that known name out there that everyone kind of gravitates towards. But it seems like it's going to become a problem. All games look the same, yeah, and you yeah. have Unity. You still have Unity, yeah. but I guess the big thing is in between both of those is the the code base and game flow. Mm-hmm. So that'll be um, game maker for the most part. And uh, as long okay. as they have those tools to where you can where you can kind of drag and drop your your project workflow into both of those engines, then whatever the 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 next um, the next Unity engine would be, I guess, would probably be the direct competitor. What was the Unreal. what was the there was a game that came out not that long ago that they said they thought was unity and it looked really good um God, i can't remember which one it was it's probably within the last three months and i was surprised that unity was that someone took it that far because i know uh 
you know, it used to have some limitations. Is the Ori games done in Unity? I thought they oh, were. I thought, it, yeah, they modified Unity, if I'm not yeah. mistaken. Um, but so. that's a nice one. Nice thing about having the, you know, being in the PlayStation. Um, um, yeah, guess, Ori as my main as my main uh, platform because Sony does have. They don't have to rely on Unreal Engine Five. They right. still have multiple um, unique engines for their studios. Yeah, and the, I think. Moon Studios has been using it since 2009 per... Yeah, and they made... I mean, that's one of the best-looking 2D side-scrolling games I've ever seen. So Unity's definitely a good pick for something. I don't know about, like, until... Unless they can, you know, improve it for, like, bigger Mm -hmm. 3D games. Yeah. Their biggest benefit is that the licensing was free, for the most part. Right. Um, But now Unreal Engine 5 is kind of... They're doing the same thing. Where Mm -hmm. Unless you have a really big project or you're a really big studio or whatever, they're not really going to charge you a large license fee. You remember when uh, 360 came out with Gears came out mm -hmm. and then a bunch of games started looking like Gears? Uh, Oh, yeah. But I'm afraid it's going to happen again. I mean, it's kind of what happened with Mass Effect. Um, It's kind of like... It took that exact same... Which is crazy because you wouldn't think that from a from an RPG, but as soon as you got into the third person cover mechanic, when you had to go through areas and whatnot, that's kind of what it ended yeah. up looking like. Remember two human? They had to, they were using mm-hmm. Unreal, and that yeah. ended up looking a lot like Gears. Um, yeah. Just and even like, I mean, even Sony with Killzone, um, I thought that kind of had the same kind of Gears look to the characters, you know, the right. big bulky characters, and I was so sick of that by like. <laughs> whatever 2009 2008 and i'm like my buddy's like oh you gotta play kill zone 2 and i'm playing it like this uh, i'm not <laughs> playing this everybody's chasing this. that gears money i'm sick yeah. of this you know and it's like I, I don't want everything to look the same that's that's why uh you know thank god nintendo is still yeah. you know successful because you Just can always they rely on it and they don't on. really they don't hand out that engine any of their engines like that no it doesn't seem like it no most of their engines are like aren't most of their engines custom anyway. They're in house. Yeah, yeah, like they the... use Unreal for Yoshi. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah. I don't know. What, I don't know what Hal used for the new Kirby game because it felt like the 3D World engine, but I don't know. Right. Mm. I don't know. Points, it does feel like it points that Kirby game does feel like 3D World a lot. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah, I don't know, man. I, I'm just being a gamer for so long. And you see how we went from having like a plethora of games that you could choose from, whether people like them or not, to now it's just kind of very saturated right now, to where everything looks the same. Because everyone has to, it's almost like they have to take that sure shot because they're afraid of being discontinued. Because mm-hmm. we've lost a lot of companies over the years. Oh, you know? yeah. And you got all the uh, the service at games as a service now, yep. even Halo. Yeah. They, they they throw that in there. Then that Chocobo Racing, which looked promising, and that's just filled with yeah. that, that <laughs> shit. Mm-hmm. Gran Turismo Seven. It's like really, like, yeah. Yep. I just don't. I don't understand that. That's to me is more scary than than the games looking using the same engine looking the same is right. Having these all these service games like is Nintendo gonna take that route with like uh, Switch Sports, you know, or or oh, man. you know. I, I don't think they are, but I'm saying they, no. that would be a game they probably could have. Um, well, I feel like they don't have to, considering the fact that, you know, something we talk about on this show a lot is they're not spending a lot of money into the whole graphics engine. Like a yep. lot of companies are spending millions for the games to look nice. And then the gameplay comes on the back end. So you spend all that money, and you don't recoup. 
it's kind of like the argument we saw on Twitter earlier to where going back and forth about Nintendo not dropping prices. So that's a, a flaw. But if that's my game never, is selling I've at always, 60, <laughs> I'm making I've profit. always fought <laughs> people that say that. That's the dumbest argument. Oh, uh, I'm going to shout them out. Uh, oh, shit. I can't remember his name. K- I'm the consumer, K-bomb? so give me everything. K-Bomb. <laughs> K-Bomb, the biggest Sony pony I ever, I ever heard. Oh, bought a Switch. And he's like, well, I was going to buy Mario Kart, but the price didn't come out. This is like 2018. Right. I'm like, the prices don't go down. Well, that's stupid. I was like, no, it isn't, because you can buy the game day one. You don't have to worry about it being $20 in three months. But if you're a Sony yeah. fan, you're buying these games time they come out, $60 and $70 a pop, hopefully. Mm-hmm. But he, because you, you know, want to support like, oh, those wait. games so they can stay. I wait till they go on sale. Well, then that's You're just bad. Yeah, that's, that's a bad, bad. practice because mm-hmm. then your consumers are afraid to buy a game day one, thinking the price is going to take a bit. Right, exactly. So I was like, you can have confidence buying your your Switch game day one, knowing it's going to be sixty dollars five years later. Yeah. Right. Now I, I mean, will give some credence to some of these games that, like Arms, that they're not selling anymore. Um, no, 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 no. That's not you know making do the Nintendo Selects thing. Put them, put Arms out there for twenty, thirty, forty yeah. bucks, whatever price you mm-hmm. want to set them at. And give that game some kind of uh, second chance. Um, and it's not for a lack of trying. Like Nintendo tried to, they try to give you the free demo and all that. They oh yeah, they started doing. Yeah, they stopped doing events for Arms, and then out of nowhere, they started doing them again because they were trying yeah. to promote the free whatever thing. So they were trying to. Yeah, you're not like, going to hey, have a equivalent to like Xbox Live Gold or PlayStation Plus where you just if you remember games. you download the game and you have it as long as you have Nintendo Switch Online. Then right, I, I'm not against the idea of. One two switch being a ten dollar twenty dollar game now, right? And, and yeah, arms yeah. or uh, Fireman Warriors, the first one. Yeah, I'm not yeah. against that. At five years later, but so Nintendo well, selects and players' choice needs to come back, basically. For sure. The other thing. Oh yeah, was, I would like that too. Like, do y'all remember like Smash Brothers Melee did not go on sale until the Wii U dropped? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, yeah. Well, that had a player's choice, didn't it? It had um, a player's choice for, yeah. for all of a year. Maybe that all of I think I think Luigi's Mansion did. We're talking GameCube, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. Luigi, it was Luigi's Mansion. I think Pikmin Two. Wind Waker Mario. Wind Waker. Yeah. Wind Waker was on it, but I, I think, think Mario Sunshine. Yeah, I'm gonna say I'm pretty sure one. Mario Sunshine was one too. Oh, oh yeah, I know that's for sure. You yeah. just brought up Melee. Here's the kicker. Um, I was I liked it, but I never played it with a group of friends, so it was always just a single player game. Was it two years ago? Yeah, it was before the Xbox and PS5 came out. I was like, you know what? I'm gonna say I'm gonna sell some some games because GameCube games were going up in price. I'm gonna sell mm. some games. I'm never gonna play Melee. I have Wii U and Ultimate. I'll never play Melee again. Right. Some dude gave me sixty bucks for it like that. Yeah. I just checked the other day. The game's hundred and twenty now. Yep. That's crazy. Uh, that's, yeah, that's and it's used. That's not sealed. Yeah, it's used. It's used. Okay, I still, I still got mine sitting here. So okay, here's his player's choice. Okay. <laughs> I, I've seen that mine game. wasn't the player's choice. And yeah, I was mine, like, is, oh. mine is is uh, that makes legit launch too. I was, I was like, man, sixty bucks for this old, you know, with I, ultimate. Out? Like, I've man. seen Smash Bros. Melee go for two hundred and fifty. Yeah. New and sealed. Pay for it. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. straight up. I sold my GameCube component cables for two forty. Oh, yeah, oh, that's yeah. a big thing, too. They're still up there, yeah. too. Yeah, and I, I don't know why. There's so many other ways to get I like, know. HDMI out of this thing. Or, like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and I bought yeah. the official Nintendo for I think 40 bucks, 50 bucks, maybe 240. That was like 
four years ago now. That was a long time ago. I don't even have a way to plug hook my GameCube into my TV because I sold those cables, and I don't have the. Uh, I wouldn't use the standard video anyway, so I would have to like find some some way to either mod it or HDMI. Yeah. Yeah. Just saying, some Switch games are forty. I mean, but those are the games that were selling for forty on. Like, well, they'll do a sale for some. They put some games for forty for a week or so. Yeah, um, yeah. my Captain Toad would be forty. Like. Yeah, that, it's been. It just kind of makes sense. Like, why is Captain Toad like? If you're gonna, uh, no one's buying that game. You probably can't even yeah. find it. They probably <laughs> didn't print enough. But that's the thing too. I think uh, Nintendo doesn't print a ton for some of these the, these types of games. Whereas, yeah. like, they know you, Odyssey and and Breath of the Wild will always be in the store. But Captain yeah. Toad, that, mm-hmm. that thing's gone forever. I wouldn't be surprised yeah. if that's worth <laughs> something on eBay right now. Because mm-hmm. it, it probably is. That was I think they got uh, caught off guard with Xenoblade 2 and, and yeah, um, right, and and Torna though, because it, it was they kind of like, well, we're not going to print that many because they're not going to. Yeah, but was, they, they knew they, they put Siren Smash. They should have. They should have manufactured at least yeah. another. Which didn't make sense because that's what happened with the uh, original Xenoblade. Yeah, it was gone, and then everybody wanted it. It came back, and then they wanted to have another war. Yeah. When Joker came out, people were buying PS2s and PS3s. Like it's it's just insane. Like yeah. people will go if you put somebody in Smash, they will go find their games. Mm-hmm. It's, it's amazing how, like that's the biggest marketing tool, and I think other developers know that, which is why a lot of them are playing ball with Nintendo now too. And that's right. why I always say Nintendo is on one hand they can they can seem very greedy. On the other hand, they're just they're missing out on so much money potential. <laughs> like <laughs> like the Metroid <laughs> Collection before Dread. Why wasn't that out on Switch? The uh, yeah. Prime yeah. Trilogy. That's an easy um, God, what was the one we were just talking about? I was going to say Shadow was just talking what made me think of it. It's like they could have had the money. Uh, oh, like just like putting printing more Xenoblade before Pyra. Yep. Yeah. Out. That's and money they could have had. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I just don't, I don't understand them sometimes. Like that, that's a no brainer. Like the Metroid collection would have been a no brainer before Dread. All the 2D games on mm-hmm. in a collection, like people yeah, or, were or at least buying it on Wii. Dread, at least after Dread sold well, like as soon as you saw the demand when when Dread first came out and it did great that weekend, then you announced the collection, like and just go from there. Like, well, um, people were buying it on the Wii U shop. Like, yeah. well, they're buying those games. To be fair about Metroid, we he, they probably didn't want to upset David Jaffe anymore. They want to confuse him. Yeah, <laughs> that guy is the worst. Like the most obvious. He's, it's not clickbait because he's people are already watching him. Right. Just like yeah. he's he's like <laughs> the contrarian, just to spark drama. Yeah. Type mm-hmm. of thing. He'll just but... says because when he was on Next Gen's podcast a few times. He's trying to get Zaire to like try some games, and he was talking about Nintendo games and games with art, you know, unique art styles, indie games and stuff. He's like, tell him you play these games, and then he goes on there and he's like, ripping some, basically just doing what Next Gen used to do and just being <laughs> ignorant and stuff. And it's like, come on, dude, that's just crazy. <laughs> I, I I, like the so game weird. told you like four times before you got there. Like, yeah. Also, if you've ever played a Metroid game before, yeah. Without the manual, you find out. <laughs> He's so, probably. I haven't. I don't watch him. I don't. Unless somebody tweets one of the ridiculous things he says, I don't know anything about. I wonder if he's playing Elden Ring because that game tells you absolutely nothing. Oh, nothing. but that's the game they'll say, "Oh, well, if you're not, if you if if you ain't get, if you can't beat this game, get good." Like, but yeah. you're struggling <laughs> in the Metro game. I don't. But the funny thing about it was Nintendo put him on blast with the dog mm-hmm. with the yeah. video. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <Bro. laughs> 
they showed the, the line in the beginning that tells yeah. you the, if you get stuck, shoot at blocks. You know, yeah, it's just, social media managers on point. Ed, that's where the either expose himself as an absolute fraud or he's just being so obvious, like drunk, trying to create fake drama. I don't know yep. which one it was. I think that's it's probably right. the drama one because you can't be that me. ignorant. It, it um, was hilarious to me because at that point, I'm like, everybody put him on blast. Yeah, everybody. <laughs> and I don't yeah. know why, but uh, it reminded me of a Adam Sessler moment that he yeah. died. He died oh, for me. Yeah. He joined uh, <laughs> Rev Three Games, and I really like their YouTube channel. And then uh, 2013, that's the Xbox One and PS4 launch. Well, 3D World and uh, Link Between Worlds both came out um, on the same day, mm-hmm. like a week later. Really good games and no reviews, no reviews for 3D World, no reviews for Link Between Worlds. They're reviewing Rise, Son of Rome, Knack, you know, going in depth on these trash games. Mm. <laughs> and uh, and then he finally said that they weren't going to be covering, they're only covering next gen from moving forward. Hmm. And uh, but I think they did want, did the last review might have been uh, what game was it? They did a they did a Wii U game. It was like the last Nintendo one they did. But anyway, in the at the end of the year, they were doing a roundtable. What, what's your favorite games of the year? And I think his name was Nick something. And he's like, oh, uh, Super Mario 3D World's probably the best game I played this year. And he's like, oh, I, 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 you know, he like stutter a lot. He's like, it's just there was too many, too many buttons to press to do something. Like I had to do this to do to jump then wow. i had to press a button to do the ground pound i just my hands couldn't it do with it. the Wii remote i couldn't figure it out <laughs> you play sideways it's literally three buttons you have the run <laughs> you have the jump and you have the trigger to do the ground pound and the long jump yeah. and he was complaining about it being too complicated and i was like unsubscribed unfollow <laughs> and i made a rant video <laughs> about adam's like two different adam sessler rant videos on my channel Oops. and i was like Get the fuck out of here. He, like, yeah. He's the main industry guy that I've usually been talking about when I talk about the, the Wii U slander. Uh, he was the main one saying, I don't know what this is for. He got it, it started. Yeah, it, Iwata should be fired because, because they yeah. weren't going to E3. Yeah. He's, but I just couldn't believe this longtime gamers complaining about having to use three buttons out of, what, eight on a controller? <laughs> right. And that was his justification for basically not even trying that game to to give it a chance and i was wow. like i just have no time for people of that level of ignorance like right I, I would say also go back and look at some of their earlier reviews of uh demon souls and uh and and xeno saga like they trashed the hell out of those games and now they're kind of like oh well yeah they're really they're really tough and you really got to get like oh okay mm-hmm. so, so you when it became a popular thing, now you want to jump. That's on. when you I want played, to jump on, yeah. I played Demon Souls um, back on the PS3, and my buddy yep. didn't tell me anything about it's it. It's rough. I'm like, this game is trash. I had a character <laughs> bouncing at my feet for like a mile of water. I couldn't get it off me, like a dead body, you know, <laughs> the, the rag doll. And I'm like, what the hell? Why is this character is like stuck to me? And then I died, and I'm like. Okay, and then he's like, "Oh, you got to find where you died and get your stuff back." Yep. I was like, "Yeah, oh, that's stupid." Yeah, that's what killed it. I gotta me. say though, uh, I played Bloodborne this year, and it's it's probably my second favorite PlayStation exclusive I've ever oh, played. Oh wow! That game mm. surprised the hell out of me. Um, I, I would say it's the biggest compliment I could give it is that they trust the gamer to play that game and and figure it out in a way that's actually 
rewarding. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I just fell in love with that game, and I've been the biggest hater of that since Demon Souls. So I, Even, I had to. You still feel that way after playing Elden Ring, though, because Elden Ring is like we give you way more buffer and way more tools to maneuver. Elden Ring is a, interesting because I don't think their their game design necessarily fits the big open world. Because I thought it was just me. I'm <laughs> I'm 103 hours in, and I'm in one of my my favorite quests with this Raya character. I didn't realize if I beat the boss of that area that the quest was broken, mm-hmm. and I was going to go talk to her. I was like, you know, I'm going to just push. I'm going to go through this warp this uh teleportation thing and it took me to the boss and i beat the boss like five or six tries and then that quest line is broken forever so they (laughs) expect me to have learned that and then on my next playthrough go back do it it differently and i'm Mm -hmm. like that doesn't work for a 120 150 hour game i'm not going to go replay that game yeah to do that quest so So i just looked up i had a feeling it was i looked it up and i saw what i missed because i'm not going to replay this game but with Bloodborne being like a 20-hour game, that makes more sense because right. I want to replay that game. Like that right, was a fun right. experience. So I just they needed to adjust um some of their game design choices. All right, so that brings me to a question that I have because I came up with my love of uh action adventure and RPG games in the sixth gen where th- that time frame was usually 40 to 60 hours. Right. Mm-hmm. And then, like, if you did all the side quests and all this stuff, then you, that's when you get into the 100 hour range. Right. So it, the replayability came because, okay, I beat it in 45 hours. I'll go back and do another playthrough and do everything mm-hmm. properly this time, you know, because yeah. now I know what I'm doing. So do you think that kind of killed it with, like, I think, because I think they started doing this 300 hour plus mess in the eighth gen. <laughs> do you think that kind of killed it? Skyrim. Skyrim. Is- I'm a- I'm gonna say I'm gonna say I'm gonna say PC stole that. So when the Western RPGs started, when Daggerfall became a thing on PC, mm-hmm. everybody wanted a, everybody wanted an RPG that big. Right. Um, before that, the only games that were that big on the Western market were games that you made that long, and that was like um, Baldur's Gate and whatnot. Those kind of games you could run through it in 20 hours if you're really really good. But typically speaking, for the first time, if you've never played a game of that caliber, you're spending about 100 hours on it. So yeah. especially if you want to go through all the quests and, and you want to explore everywhere, you don't necessarily have to do every quest, but you want to explore everywhere, you're going to spend about 100 hours. So once other Western developers or Western studios, um, basically, in, in it appears that the gaming industry defines Western RPGs as not made in Japan because every other, every other country that's made an RPG is considered a Western RPG. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Even like they, the <laughs> Eastern European country, that's yeah. Like, like <laughs> <laughs> but they define those as Western RPGs and that that style or whatever. But um, once those games started coming out, once once the the second Elder Scrolls came out, like everybody wanted to make their Western RPG that long, and that's when you started getting into. Well, now we're gonna start start having the console games be like that. If it wasn't, wasn't made Fallout, by a Japanese studio, they started games. Them. Were the Fallout games long? I never played one. Um, so Fallout Two, yeah, it was it was kind of like that too. Fallout Fallout Two was definitely so it was pretty big map. I'd say there are um, two games that come to mind when I think of once a one playthrough and I'm good probably forever. And I hate to say it, but Xenoblade Chronicles X, baby, the best <laughs> Xenoblade game. <laughs> two hundred and twenty hours in, got. 
two or three Aries skulls. I was like, I'm not going to start over. <laughs> like, I'm right. not arguing with this man. Because arguing. I beat the game at 70 hours, I, I think. That's about right, yeah. Because And yeah, then I put 150 game. just trying to, you know, find get that one, that best blade that was in that cave. Um, we had the impossible boss. You had to go on foot. Yep. And then I just, I want to get Aries skulls. And I did that. And I was like, I'm going to start taking on tyrants. And I just got right. so sucked into the post game. I'm like, I cannot start this game over. So I don't care if they bring it to the Switch. Switch 2, as much as I love it, right. I'm not starting. I'm not starting a fresh right. playthrough. Well, that's, that's the other thing, too. Like, it's instead of playing, instead of starting over, if you take your existing tune and just change their class, that's a much better experience mm-hmm. than starting. Because yeah, starting course. over is kind of slow. It's kind of painful because you it forces you to learn all the mechanics mm-hmm. step by step. You're talking 20 plus hours if you know what you're doing to get your scale. You're talking about God knows how long it takes to finally well, get over. Still gonna, I'm still going to have to look yeah. up all the items to to get the flying um, option to add to my scale because nothing's nothing tells you where anything is. Yeah. So you just have to go and know. Me and uh, Jay have been running it for the last. I'm sorry, Jay. I, I apologize, but we we both had to start all over. And yeah, uh, I think chapter six is where you finally like even get your scale in the first place, and you got to yep. be at least and then level you need flight 20, module after that. Yeah, 25, 25 or thirty or something like that. Yeah. So yeah. to even get up to that point, and like I finally got the scale, I'm just like, you know what? I'm good. Like I, I, <laughs> right. I, I did everything I needed to do. It's it's great the first time though, I, mm-hmm. but once you've gone through all of that and you you don't want to go through that again. So no. I, I definitely mm-hmm. understand. For yeah, sure. I mean, but then when your nephew or and or niece erases your freaking damn save file, you don't have a choice, do you? <laughs> hey, that's just pain. Yeah, and you because I was at the point where I was actually ready to take on Telethia. Mm. I had my Aries already. I'm like, yeah, I'm finna, mm-hmm. yes, payback. And I get it, and I'm like, where's my character? <laughs> yep. See, what where's you should have my... done is put your save on the flash drive. A, a flash drive and keep yeah. it away from the system. <laughs> I should have did that. I don't know. I never right. did that on Wii U. I've never backed up a save. Yeah, you can you can back them up, and then um, I think you can save them to SD cards too. Yeah, because I, I have an SD card in my Wii U. <laughs> Because I have my um, I had some of my um, uh, uh, the Wii games that they when they sold the the Wii Virtual Console stuff, I, that's what mm-hmm. I threw them at. So, so what was the boss that was like the big brontosaurus, but his neck would you take his neck off and then his mouth was like oh, where yeah. his neck stub was? Oh, that the thing. Unforgiven. Um, or the I couldn't was, or something. Even that was the seal, the eternal. I think. Yeah, even eternal, with this, with the Aries. Yeah crew i couldn't even get that thing at like half <laughs> half its health down yeah even if you even if you get an aries 90 you have to one shot it because you can't survive what it does um the only way to survive it is to have all the resistances and be on foot yeah because you can't wow. you can't survive a stomp i watched a video good. explaining like the depth of the overdrive and stuff and then i i used i watched obviously had to watch a video i wasn't going to figure out how to do all those combos and get the what's the one with like the shadow where you can't get hit for like a uh, while. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, what shadow run? Is it shadow? It's uh, I keep wanting to say shadow dancer because I'm thinking about Shinobi, but yeah, uh, <laughs> <sound> wrong, <laughs> but it's 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 called De- Blossom Dance. That's the name of it. Yeah. yeah. So, so like you know, your stuff, your uh, um cooldowns, 
go really fast and you just stack that stuff, man. I had gotten to that point um, by watching help like tips on and like how to guides. I wasn't going to figure any of that out. Right. Just like with Elden Ring, there's a lot of stuff in Elden Ring. I I just wasn't would have never figured out without no. watching like a just watch a basics like things you probably don't know and wish I would have known like before mm-hmm. I finished the game yeah. type stuff. And uh, yeah, I got I got all that down. And if I played that game right now, I wouldn't be able to remember any of it. It's, <laughs> so, it comes been, back surprisingly fast. Yeah, it it, it, it comes back once you once you start doing the if you start fighting other tyrants, it comes back real quick. Yeah. Um, Use a melee attack. Oh, there it is, right there. Okay. Yeah, you, the green. Uh, you yeah. had the range. Was it yellow or orange? Was like your range? Yep, the yellow yeah. art. It, green it was healing or yeah. buffs. It kind of came back to me super quick in a very satisfying way um, once I unlocked Elma in Xenoblade Chronicles 2. Because then the game was completely broken because you have a full burst on top of Overdrive and like nothing. Nothing can touch you. It's, <laughs> it's insane. All right, since we're on Xenoblade, and I, I got told this week that I don't know anything about Xenoblade because apparently you can oh, play it on a modded Switch. Yeah, I, I saw that. I'm not going to get into that. Mm, but oh <laughs> I got told that it shouldn't, that uh, Nintendo should not have made uh, Xenoblade Chronicles Definitive Edition, to which I counter and say they've made that because of Xenoblade Chronicles 3 that's coming out. My <laughs> question is do you think we're going to get overdrives back in Xenoblade Chronicles 3? I hope they do, and they just say this is where X is going. That that tra- <laughs> that trailer showed Oblivia and Noctilum. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, like they showed it. Pretty clear. So, uh, that's clearly Oblivia. Really, I don't remember seeing Oblivia. Because the let's, the, 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 the Alchemist. Yeah, are still that's, there. They're still there. So I'm yeah. like, that's Oblivia. Like I know Oblivia because I'm I'm there now trying to get the um get the freaking uh. I'm doing a, an affinity quest to get um, something for uh, Lynn, and I'm in there now dying over and over again because I'm waiting. <laughs> and every time about- I seem to go, an electric storm happens. So, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. But I was I was thinking about it the other day because I'm like, okay, since you're marrying them up, are 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 we gonna marry up that that those uh, fighting engines a little bit? Give me a little bit of overdrive on top of full burst. I mean, <laughs> I mean, they did it in two, so yeah. So, uh, I think Emily Rogers said that Xenoblade Chronicles X was getting ported to Switch, um, 2017. I think she said that. How did you do that? Though? Still waiting, still waiting. Yeah, well, yeah. Well, here, here's the problem that I was told that because apparently it's really easy to do that, even a non developer can do it. Um, <laughs> well, said they couldn't afford it, <laughs> yeah. So, all you had to do is just make hotkeys. For the um, <laughs> controller, and it's easy to do. Sounds like a seamless. I, I swear, me. people people don't want to understand that the game was made to be as seamless as possible, and right. taking away the gamepad takes the seamlessness away from it, which is what the right. point was to make it seamless. And the map wouldn't yeah. even make sense it without a touch screen. It just no. Just, just had, think of, think about what they had to do to rework Splatoon Two coming from Splatoon. Yes, it lost and, a lot of functions. It, it, uh, it did. Think about wonderful one on one. I rest my case. Yeah, I hated the analog uh, drawing some of those, yeah. some mm-hmm. of those items. But like, I will only play that on the Wii U. 
I'm not. So even if they it. somehow like pulled a Skyward Sword HD and pulled Xenoblade Chronicles X, it's definitely going to be the inferior version. To yeah, or it's going to be really, it's going to be really, really sluggish, especially how you have to mess with the that in the, the, the map. Yeah, you got to go back and forth. Here's yeah. the equivalent. Here's the equivalent. Ocarina of Time 64 versus Ocarina of Time 3D. Oh, yeah. Yeah. All your stuff is way, just right there on the right there screen. on the pad. Yep. The same thing with Wind Waker. I but mean, people were talking about it being the reverse yeah. remake on Switch. I'm like, but do you realize that gamepad made the world of difference? I was just having that debate with the guys from my podcast, and they thought I was hating on Crazy. the original game. I'm like, they're like, oh, just because I was like, the Wind Waker HD improved the game so much for me. Mm-hmm. And they're like, like what? And I was like, uh, uh, the fast Quality item swapping. Yeah, the, yeah, I can yeah. have the map on the gamepad, so when I'm sailing to a treasure chest, I don't have to constantly hit the start button, hit the hit Make Z, sure you didn't yeah, overshoot it. go over because yeah. you had your item screen, you had the map screen, mm-hmm. and like, oh, there's I went way past it, and then it was just so cumbersome. And like, well, that wasn't a problem. There wasn't a gamepad back then, so I mean, I'm like, yeah, it wasn't a problem necessarily back then, but now that I've experienced the gamepad back version, go back. That you makes said, those uh, flaws going back to the GameCube version. I'm sorry. You said the quick nope. sale too. That was like quick that sale. was a yes. big deal. Having to change direction, change direction. You know how many times? Because if you didn't have the map, if you didn't have any food to give the fish, or you're going to an area for the first you time, you're, you're going, going to the square, but you don't know where the island was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. you might be heading straight west, but the island's like t- on the north sure. part of the square. So then you have to stop, do the Wind Waker again. And I, I don't know how many times I got, you know, went to go up to Northwest or whatever. And just as I hit the A button, my my thumb slipped or moved and it was going north <laughs> or straight west. And I'm like, do it again. Yep. And I was like, I was literally just describing those moments. They're like, why are you shitting on, on the Wind Waker? I'm like, I'm sorry. Like those were, <laughs> I wasn't just looking at this now with, with uh, hindsight. That was my feelings mm-hmm. back in 2003. Yeah. On the GameCube, I'm sitting there getting annoyed by all these little things. And I'm like, mm-hmm. and I wasn't annoyed by the uh, the lack of gyro aiming. Obviously, there was no such thing. But now that I've played the game with gyro aiming, I'm, I'm not going to go back beast. to uh, <laughs> inverted C-stick controls yeah. for aiming. I'm sorry. Yes. Like, I can't go back. Uh, I agree with Trinell there I, on Resident Evil 4, too. The Wii edition yeah. versus the later mm-hmm. edition of HD. Well, I know a guy who thinks that ruined the game because you could move and aim at the same time, and he said that broke. What the hell? Hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. So somebody got mad that you could do something you could actually do in real life in a video game? <laughs> it was Resident Evil 2 Remake. Oh, you can move while you're aiming. That's Why would I want to play that? You can do that in real life. I'm like, <laughs> A, why does that matter? Well, you couldn't do it in Resident Evil 4. Well, that's stupid. You know, that's the limitations that was, of the hardware. Yeah, that was you limitation. They didn't have like a, a nice auto aiming function and stuff like, yeah, like the man. and uh, and you can't even move fat. Resident Evil 2 remake, you can backstep slowly. They can yeah, zombie you, can still catch not, you. You're not running anywhere, it's because you're trying it's not to... like you're uh suddenly uh Dante you know, <laughs> running around, jumping around, shooting blind, you know, like it's still Resident so Evil. Did, did either of you see uh uh Rich's take? He reviewed all the Wii U launch games. I stopped watching um, Rich's videos a long time ago. The, yeah. only, <laughs> the only game, the only game that he that he caped for was Razor's Edge, which by far had 
I mean, it had like the cheapest version of interactivity between the gamepad of the three. It just had like mm-hmm. ruthless in there, and you could see your items and whatnot, but you couldn't really. It was kind of like just the it screen was, was more for information. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was more information than it was you doing stuff. Right. Um, versus other games, he he was talking about wonderful one on one, saying it was trash. Like you couldn't you couldn't really uh, you didn't need to use the gamepad for that. He talked about what? Um, yeah. Well, it, how the turns have tabled. <laughs> he talked about Dark Siders, and I'm like, yeah. He said, well, well, the performance and all this, and I'm like, dude, like that was an early launch game. They threw it out or whatever, but it had the gamepad there, and you could use it. Like you had all your items there, kind of like what we're talking about with Zelda and whatnot. Like, right? I can't play Dark Siders two on any other platform now for that reason because I needed to see all my items and the map and everything was there as I was moving around. I didn't need to. I just set that gamepad there. Play with play with my pro controller, and I can see everything that I need. Touch what I needed to, you, and it, it was perfect. One of these out, just have that it ready. Same with uh, what was what was the uh, what was the zombie game? Zombie you? Zombie, zombie you? Yeah. yeah, that was a yeah. good use of the gamepad. Like, yeah, I don't know about he you guys. On that too. You know, it's no, nice, to, nice to be. I in a, hated that game until the window. Um, I mean, it wasn't the best. I mean, it had some <laughs> issues, but yeah. that's one of the games that the gamepad. You didn't need the game because The Last of Us did the same thing where the, you go into your backpack. It doesn't stop yeah, the zombies from and the and the guys from being able to attack you. And it worked right. fine. But some of my favorite features for the gamepad of what Shadows has mentioned, minor what you would call minor stuff like just having your map, having yep. it set in there with the map play yeah. the pro controller or um, quick inventory management. It, that's not like what people thought of when they thought of the gamepad and thinking the asymmetric gameplay, all this stuff, some of the small stuff added up to mm-hmm. be, making it the definitive way to play. Right. Steam yeah. world dig playing any of playing Ooh. any of the uh, other indie games, like Shantae, like it, it hurt going back to play Shantae without a gamepad. Now, like I, to me, it just doesn't, if I can't see the map, like that was part of the experience to me. Like it was, it was, it, it was way easier for me to just kind of look and see my items and see my map or whatnot as I was going versus, you know, and, and all the other games like Action Verge. Like, Imagine Breath of the Wild where you just, the map's always on your screen. I wish yeah, that's did. how it was. That's how I it was. How it did. Well, from what I remember hearing, that's how the Wii U version yeah. was supposed to be. Yeah. That's all it needed to, to do. Switch. If they wanted to get get rid of any other functionality, just have the, have the option for the map. I probably I think I would have bought that version. I would have bought the what Wii that, version. Yeah. What was Most the second screen for? Did it? Did it, it, it was for either the map or the items, but no, they, yeah. they never really finished with it. They just well, uh, the final game, the map. You just, I think it was blank. The gamepad, and yeah. then you tap it, yeah. and then it just brought your screen down to it. Uh, because on the emulator, that's all the second screen is. Is just, you know, yeah. has the message uh, looks. The message that would be on your TV would tell you to look down at the gamepad, and the message on the gamepad telling you to look up at your TV. <laughs> I, I see you, Darkwood, in the chat. Yes, Madden 2013 is. Uh, that, yeah, that is. I, I think a lot of people slept on that on that launch game, but Madden 2013 was pretty. That early. let me know that what I think about EA is correct because <laughs> if EA tried, they could do what they need to do. Yeah, and Madden 2013 for the Wii U showed examples of that because that is one way that you be on screen cheating as far as as far as picking plays yep. and then two yeah. drawing out plays creating your own plays well, by the we had the yeah, had that, that was, option yeah the yeah. Madden all play night Madden all play 09 allows you to do that on the Wii. Yeah. But that was the reason that that was the reason that Microsoft ran with smart glass 
Yeah. It's because mm-hmm. EA talked up the game pad so much. And Microsoft, well, well, yeah, we could do smart glass and have you use your tablet or your phone for it the same thing, work, which if mm-hmm. they did, that would have made it awesome. It would have been great to continue. But when you failed, so they didn't they didn't push it any further. So because mm-hmm. uh, they because please believe Sony would have been like, OK, well, we have our smartphone app where you can do this yep. on the Vita. Like they yep. definitely would have pushed it if we you took off. So that's, yep. you know, that's one thing I'm I'm more of a Sony guy than than Xbox at this point. And. Sony's not afraid to take a good idea from from Xbox and oh, Nintendo no, and implement it. You know, that's what <laughs> you call that. PlayStation move. <laughs> me, I call that a positive because you know now I have uh, I'm playing games with this amazing uh, gyro aiming and and rumble and stuff mm-hmm. that it's like yeah that wouldn't happen if Nintendo wasn't pushing controller and right. you know uh, uh, innovation. Gyro aiming is so much. It, once you get used to it, it's way it's, better than sticking. I'm sorry, it's, it's way so better twisted. That's I mean in Horizon Forbidden West, it's a it's a game changer. I can't I'm just constantly I'm shooting the bow at trees and stuff just because it's nuance. just so it's so like nice to just be able to quickly aim. And uh it's like why didn't why doesn't this be the standard in every game that's on uh a PlayStation because it imagine, has the gyro. Because Splatoon much... started it and it was cartoony. So yeah, now yeah, we got should make a difference. But yeah. imagine how much more fun Halo Infinite would be if freaking Xbox controllers had gyro. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, they should have be fun. some more to go, but uh, for sure it would yeah. add <laughs> fun to it. But... And, and not every game needs gyro. Like, God of War doesn't need gyro anymore. Oh, no, right. I guess no. throwing the easy, axe, though. But you can easily cut it off because I know um, Monster Hunter, they do it. it uh, yeah, um, I forgot the RE engine was never supposed to work on Switch, but we ain't gonna get into that. Um, <laughs> you know, it has it in there, but you can cut it off. So, like, if you want to use it, you can use it. So, I'm like, that's why I like if you, if, if the developer wants, it, you can just have that function in there and just have it where the user can cut it on or cut it off. I just don't All like right. that. Uh... That it's such a hidden in the in, in oh, horizon. Yeah, it's, it's a hidden deep. option. Yeah, yeah. Like have the have that be one of the main when you start the game up. The main options, um, where you're adjusting brightness, you're check setting the difficulty. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You want to have the HUD be you know less or more helpful. Um, yeah. That the gyro aiming should have been right there because anybody played Doom with that update? Twenty. Like, I started. I just played it oh, all yeah. over again on Switch after oh. they added gyro. Oh, that's great. <laughs> and then so and the ps4 version doesn't doesn't didn't get it so mm-hmm. i'm like but the crazy thing about gyro 2 there's games i've played that have it and they just didn't execute it properly oh yeah, there's yeah. Like, you gotta fix part, the dead zones yeah that's just part yeah. two doesn't doesn't feel right it doesn't it actually one of Resident my revelations games, 2 was another one that was bad on switch but one of my favorite games from the wii that did gyro right was freaking conduit you can set your dead zones all that stuff the amount of customization in there and they did it from the real like before you could even play the first stage you had to go through and set all that they stuff set it up, up. Yep. but once you did i don't want to be <laughs> controversial here but uh <laughs> i i gyro way greater than uh than um uh amy what is it called yeah, on, the, on the wii with the motion not the motion but the uh the Using the sensor bar, what is oh, that? Oh, pointer. Oh, yeah, pointer. Yeah, yeah. pointer. Yeah. I could that not was, get into so the Call of Duty pointer controls, um, even on Wii U. I just, I can't do that. I don't know. For me, it just, it just doesn't feel natural. After, after I played through Conduit, it got easier for me. Well, I know <laughs> Red Knight was really good at it. He could, yeah. he could. I was gonna say it, ma- it made it easier if I put it in a gun shell. 
Not yeah, that too. Yeah. Have yeah. a lot of plastic around your house with the Wii. But my problem yeah. was the <laughs> the quick, you know, turning, jumping, and turning, like the, Wii, yeah. the Wii remote yeah. didn't have enough buttons for everything. So yeah. Yeah. yeah, it made it a little more complicated. But I think gyro is just the perfect blend of um, yeah, it is all the you know dual analogs it, plus motion. It gives you all the it gives you all the buttons you need for moving and controlling on the shooter, but then it gives you that extra leap that you needed from like the Wii controls where you could jump off of something and turn and mm -hmm. aim at the same time, which yeah. is something you couldn't really do with twin sticks. You could do it with a mouse and keyboard, but you yeah, like it, it was an extra thing that you didn't have before. So always, having having gyro is a good medium, I believe. I always want to see what would have been better, uh PC mouse keyboard or, or we um remote and chuck like an expert on both like going head yeah. to head yeah <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> see so i would talk, play uh, what is black ops 2 when mm -hmm. they implemented the when you had the where you could use the Wii remote and chuck mm -hmm. yeah, black ops 2, that, i was all on that i would have loved to see what would have happened if, yeah uh, but those against dual analog yeah. well you were uh, well, red you, knight well, you, could, was, you could always uh, tell you could always tell who's using the because um, yeah, you could aim like way off yeah. the screen, <laughs> and it almost felt like they were cheating. Yeah, the only thing that felt uncomfortable was playing zombie. I couldn't really play zombies well, um, playing with with the motion because it just it, it felt like it, they're supposed to be behind you at some time, so you have to, the quick turnaround didn't work as well to me. Mm -hmm. um versus you know jumping in a lobby with a bunch of, of normal people so what, because normal people aren't just going to spawn right behind you all the time so how'd you guys feel about since we're talking about black ops 2 on the wii u how'd you feel about the the analog sticks both being up on the wii u gamepad and pro controller i could never i could like, never I, get I, mean, like I was used to that from wii because the wii classic controller had the tool but i, I still didn't like they were on the I bottom they weren't in the top because on xbox 360 black ops 2 i was like a one point three eight kill kd mm -hmm. and on we wii, wii u i was like 0.7 i just couldn't my muscle memory wouldn't allow me to every time i go to aim i'd be looking up or down because of that analog stick placement hmm. didn't somebody yeah. make a third party controller for wii u that yeah, there's some third party yeah. like that. i should have did you see, have yeah. you seen the what's his name wolf den he had a video mm -hmm. on this uh it looks just like the xbox uh series oh, yeah, controller for wii u and pc Mm -hmm. It's 70 bucks, but man, yeah. I'm tempted because I need my pro controller is getting a little worn out and I need a new PC controller. So it's like kill two birds with one stone. Mm -hmm. Man, I oof. Hey, oh, let me ask y'all let me ask y'all a great. question um before before we run up time. Um Rob had this uh this video and it might have been a couple days ago or something. Um, he was talking about uh, the switch and uh, was the hybrid a uh, forever, forever thing with Nintendo. Um, what do you guys think on that? Do you think that's something that they'll try and run until it runs into the ground? Or do you think it's uh, just uh, an idea for now? I don't think that I, personally, I don't think they can ever get away from it because you can't not have a handheld. Right. And. So either they're going to have just a handheld or that's going to be a hybrid. I don't see them ever giving up the handheld market. Well, I mean, they merged the divisions already. So at this point, you've kind of already sewn in. Yeah, you can't have two two yeah. separate platforms. <laughs> yeah. Right. You could maybe do a handheld and a, and a home console separate, but they're the same ecosystem, same right. OS, same games. Yeah. But you can't, which wouldn't technically be a hybrid. Right. Right. Well, I mean, I, that was... 
I was looking at that from the standpoint too of out of all three, Nintendo keeps resetting. They keep starting mm -hmm. over. Mm -hmm. At some point, they kind of have to stop, especially now when you talk about virtual console, you talk about the subscription service, you can't have it to where you go to a whole new thing. And then now you're like, hey, let's redo the subscription service. It, it, you got to you got to stay stationary. You got to stay with something. So at least with this, I feel like going forward, yes, they'll differ and looks a little bit, but it'll still be hybrid. You'll still be backwards compatible. It's just smart. Mm -hmm. I'll say two things. Uh the first thing is, yeah, I think Nintendo is done. I think they've planted their feet with yeah. regards to infrastructure anyway, because they had to start over twice. Yep. Um, the, the bridge in between 3DS and Wii U coming from Nintendo Wi-Fi connection on Wii um, to what we have now with Switch merging Nintendo Network to uh, my I Nintendo. I wish they'd have a that. unified uh, account system for like having a gamer tag, though, instead yeah. of just your generic yeah. name. That's and, and so they had that on Wii U, but then... It, it really was just a string, just kind of like how it is now. So, um, yeah, but you'd play somebody and say dad, you'd be playing yeah. as dad <laughs> instead, of, <laughs> instead like, of a universal. What's game the point category. of the Nintendo Network ID? Which Call of Duty use, but all the Nintendo games just use your me name, right? Yeah, because yeah. it was hidden, yeah, because it was hidden unless you looked up that individual person, then you saw what their NNID was, yeah. But, um, I, I will, I will say that since they're since they, I think they're pretty much done with those changes, um, and then my prediction that i that i was wrong on but i guess i've been proven right on because the switch light is here um and i think that's kind of what you what you were saying juice is it will be it will be a heterogeneous um mm -hmm. environment so they're they're intending on hey we're just going to have the same os on everything so mm -hmm. we've merged both these divisions together so they're making the same code and it's just going to work on whatever right. devices we have out there and we have the same code base and if whatever this device does, if this device only does 540p and this device only does 1080p, it'll be basically what Xbox is doing with smart delivery. Mm -hmm. yeah, um, so they'll be they'll be doing that. And then my second thing is also not because Nintendo does whatever the fuck they want to do. Like, <laughs> so, look, they they held on to Wii U for four years on the strength of them being Nintendo. And they yeah. still made profit at the end of the day because they had an Ebo and all this other kind of foolishness going on, even though the console itself lost money on them. Mm -hmm. The games made up the difference, which is insane. Like, you you have a failing console and you only have one year where you took an operational loss? Like, who who else can say that? Like, Microsoft had operational losses for years during the success yeah. of the 360. Mm -hmm. So how do you... It, it, these dudes have what over 12 billion in the bank now, I guess. Mm -hmm. Cash, cash. Like, that's, not that's even counting cash. futures or anything else. Yeah, so they could still probably afford to fail two more consoles if they wanted to. Yeah. So they could, mm -hmm. we could really see the next console be a set of goggles, like, <laughs> right? I would, I would be surprised and not be surprised at the same time because <laughs> Nintendo does what Nintendo does. Yeah, and as long Sometimes, as their games though, are there, I would say, um, change isn't. Just for the sake of change is not yeah, always the right. Not. Yeah. As as we saw, with and I will say, I just want to make one more point. Look at the Animal Crossing sales on Switch. Mm -hmm. Look at it on. <laughs> look at the Animal Crossing sales on Wii. There's never going to not be a Nintendo handheld ever. Mm -hmm. You know, ever again. Yeah. But, I was kind of thinking. I was kind of thinking the same thing because even if you look at their handhelds, um, just of the past. Um, it was the biggest success. Yeah, yeah. You've you've got the game or the Game Boy, uh, 
the Game Boy Color and the Game Boy Advance. Mm -hmm. I felt like those are the iterations. Then you got the next set, which is the DS, the 3DS, and I guess technically the new 3DS, but it didn't really sell any of their own games, but those three. So I'm thinking like it, at minimum, I felt like if Switch is going to be in that same, it would be Switch, whatever's next and whatever's after that before they even think about trying to come up with some sort of new concept for themselves. Yeah, right. Wii was their most might. successful console. So, like, and that's they're never going to get those kind of numbers without without uh, handheld again. I don't think the way yeah. things are going. So, I, I would say they would have they could do the weird thing with goggles or whatever, but it still runs Switch <laughs> OS. Well, I mean, it still runs Switch OS, and you still have your Switch. So, yeah, two generations from now, everybody might just be streaming. There might not be any more set top boxes. You might just be paid Ooh. for. Ooh. I think Nintendo will be the last of the Mohicans with that. Yeah, one. they would yeah. yeah. we'll die, we'll die, the last one, they die still... on that hill. Yeah. Nintendo's like, we still got a cartridge, guys. <laughs> right. Yeah. Wait, what? <laughs> We're all streaming. What are you talking? We about? still got 32 <laughs> gigs in our system. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be 2027, and they got yeah, amazing 32 gig system. <laughs> But the way they would be like, we may still have 32 gigs in our system, but it's far more efficient. And our game is right. down to like four megabytes. I, I, do, I do think Nintendo is going to have to go the manual install route, though. If they do if, if they do a system where they're just going to say 4K is standard resolution, across, the file sizes are going to be so insane. And mm -hmm. extra ROM prices have gone up and not down. So yeah. whatever, whoever their partner is, whether it's Macronix or anybody else or whatever, they're not going to be able to get those cartridge sizes any bigger than what they are now. Like 64 yeah, is still sucks. going to be expensive. That, so, yeah, if they, uh, they'll have to go disc I mean, or the, find the a way. The 64s are going down, but I see what you mean, though. At, at mass quantity, you're going to take an L. You're not going yeah, to You're going to have to. You're not going yeah, to that's, that's one of the most unfortunate things that happened because I truly believe that 32 gigs was going to be the standard cartridge by uh, halfway and then 64 by now. Right, and it's just I don't blame some of the these companies for not paying, not losing that money on the on the bigger cart. At yeah, this they point, don't want to shrink their fault. They it's don't want to shrink their game fault. down, and it's huge. So, like, what right. are you going to do well, other than rewrite it? Yeah, because yeah. we we've been having that discussion about because some of these game files make. Well, that's the interesting though. thing, though. I just must pick di different games than everybody. The all the latest Resident Evil games, they're all under thirty gigs on PS5. Yeah. Four, yeah, yeah. Uh, Elden yeah. Ring's well, only forty two on PS5. Yeah, it's That's it's the, not like it's not across the board, but there are uh, there are there are some that are getting NBA two K like right? Cyberpunk, yeah. Cyberpunk, yeah. Like Horizons, big Doom <laughs> Eternal's like eighty nine gigs now. Yeah, yeah, like, nuts. the the Marvel Avengers game from Square Enix is like ninety four. Like why on my PS four? It makes no I'm sense. What like, like literally, Elden Ring's the biggest game I've ever played. It's forty two gigs, I think forty six. Wow, mm -hmm. it's like it's massive. Meanwhile, Call of Duty. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> here's how Activision got got away with that. You could buy it in two sets. Yeah. So it mm. kind of split it in half. But if you bought the whole game, it was like 289 gigs, the whole thing together. Yeah, if so. you can't even fit it on a Series S yeah. without expandable storage. Yeah. That's so ridiculous. That that that's how they got around it. You could have got the, the multiplayer by itself, or you could have got like the campaign and some other stuff. But if you bought the whole thing together, it's like 289 gigs of space. Honestly, yeah. the reason all these game sizes blew up is because of people focusing on the stuff that isn't important to the right. yeah. game. Yeah. Well, yeah. I think like, cutscenes yeah. are a big part of the mm -hmm. like horizon. I think well, it runs in real time though, so that doesn't make sense because I know some of the games like that use uh, pre-rendered. You know that mm -hmm. can account to half the file size. Yeah, yeah. 
But I'm I'm just saying nothing at this point in time. We shouldn't see anything over sixty gigs. We yeah, really shouldn't. I, really shouldn't. Uh, hey, there's no through. reason for a yeah. target for a tree. <laughs> that makes no fucking sense. I would like to see uh when the cross gen ends the 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 promise of not having to duplicate um assets on the disc mm. or oh the marks or anything yeah because uh somebody already did a video I forget which game it was on Xbox Series X it was like a hundred gigs and on mm-hmm. PS5 it was like Six, high 60s, same exact game. So they actually implemented that feature on the PS5s. With that's using their... so funny because that's a computer file system issue. That's just generally how files keep um, data updates. So there isn't a loss of data because, like, you, um, these file systems, they aren't error correcting. So you create your own parity bit for each transfer that you do. Um, and if there's any loss or whatever, you can always go back to that last parity bit. And so since they design their games that way and they account for that, they have to stage their games in chunks, in larger chunks or whatever, and store copies. And mm-hmm. the driver is going to do that anyway. So they make sure the game, the game, how can I say this? The game relevant code is sliced in those chunks as well. So they aren't lost when the hard drive does a copy. And it's, like why things like this aren't it shouldn't take Mark Cerny to come out and make a public video about something like this when the developers are supposed to be smart and they're supposed to be fighting this for a long time. So why they aren't why they aren't idea idea sharing if they have these games spread across the world? Like Ubisoft has how many employees across the world? Like right. thousands. And something like this hasn't been tackled. It takes one man within Sony to tell people something that 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 is has been plaguing PC games for years. Like, wh- what are we doing? So what are is there a PC game that requires a solid state? No, not yet. No, not that no. I know. See that? Just let's uh, let's move on. You know, from these old hard drives. Um, that's the that's the one thing about cross gen that's like, if they don't um, take advantage, then you then it's like. That's holding holding the game back. Maybe mm-hmm. you know, maybe there are people over exaggerated like the oh in Horizon One they wanted to fly, but they couldn't. But yeah. now they now they can in Horizon Forbidden West on the PS4 version, you know, so they actually that either was either not true at the time. At the time they couldn't do it, now they could, but it's like I don't want to ever go back to a minute loading time, minute and a half. Mm-hmm. Like Resident Evil Seven, I think was two minutes on PS4. You know, so now Resident Evil 8 on PS5, it's like three seconds. Mm. And it's like... I, I will say this on that note, right? Um, so Solid State Drives are, are great for... is more the memory controller from what Mark Cerny, he basically told you that's what it was, which right. is why you could put a slower SSD in there and depending on the game, you'll get faster speeds. Um, the real determinant there is RAM. Um, if you could make a Nintendo Switch... Right, and it's using NAND. It doesn't have; it has a solid state drive, but not the kind you expect. Right, and instead of that NAND being there, you get rid of the NAND altogether, and there's an entire extra four gigabytes of dedicated space in there. So now it's eight gigs, eight gigs of, of RAM in there, right? Of LP DDR4 or whatever, right? Uh, then you take a slice of that that four gigs, and that's going to be your. It's volatile, but that's your local storage while the system's on. That's insanely faster than anything mm-hmm. an SSD could do. And 
if developers think that way, you don't even need a SSD. Like you can move around, but and that's what old consoles used to be. You read from a cartridge, it goes directly in the RAM, and that's how you get your game. There was no staging in between to a drive somewhere. The only reason why that happened is because the file sizes got so big. Hmm. So, but now that RAM, general purpose RAM, is significantly cheaper than what a, a solid state drive would be. Eh, there's nothing saying that new systems could just have like 64. 128 gigs of, of GDDR6 or what have you, because um, that would be cheaper than throwing throwing a flash drive in there. I don't even know how many gigs of RAM the PS5 and Xbox Series X have, to be honest with you. But you're talking, 10 and 12? 10 and 12? Something like you're, that. Yeah. You're talking Wii U, right? DDR3. That's still faster than what an SSD would write at this point. So you could take DDR3 from Wii U, and it still beats out an SSD. So, I mean, there's nothing saying that you couldn't just put a slower bit of RAM in there as well to, to serve the same purpose. Why is, and it'll still be significantly no cheaper. That. Go figure. <laughs> Go <laughs> figure. Partnerships and advertising. <laughs> so where would, you store, would you, and buzzwords. where would you store your games, though? You wouldn't store it on the RAM. Oh, you mean for, for a long term? No, long term, you would have it on, on the drive or whatever. But it, as you're loading your game, it stages because all your... When when if you think about how the, like the PS3, um, the PS2, and all those old complicated systems were designed uh, before then, you think like Saturn and stuff like that. They had segmented sets of RAM for different purposes. Like GameCube is a perfect example. You had actual um, actual cache memory on there, so you had damn near L1 speed of cache on there. And it was only one megabyte of it, and then you had two megabytes of of eDRAM that was a little bit slower. Um, and then you had the one TS round, which was a little bit slower than that, but it had the refresh rate on it was super fast. So there was never a point where the system was waiting on main memory for the game to catch up. Cause you're talking about 480p, like you only need like nine megabits, megabytes per second to keep that, that frame rate up. And there was never, there was never a situation where you were, where you were waiting if you loaded all your, your buffers correctly. If you do that same thing, which is essentially what the hard drives are doing now. They're just a staging point for your game. You have your hard drive, then you have instead of a SSD to hold the rest of your game, it will actually be another pool of RAM. Say, you know, DDR3 for the sake of, of Argon or whatever. Then your actual game data, all your shaders and whatnot, are in GDDR6. You'll never really see the game loading because it'll be copying to RAM and in the same, the same, the fastest the drive can write in the background. And as soon as you're ready to play said game, it's moving from DDR3 to GDDR6. Mm. You wouldn't notice. You wouldn't notice the change at all. Only I wonder, it's just, I wonder what my Capcom only question did. is: Wouldn't that burn the RAM out quicker, though? Possibly. Possibly. Ram's still doing that all the time, anyway, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. But the whole okay. time you have a console on, it's, it's throwing stuff through there. Well, so yeah, you might as well true. use it while you have it. I'm just wondering how Capcom pulled it off with Resident Evil 8 because it's—I mean, it's not the most textured, enhanced, like in, like intensive game. There's some pretty low quality textures in areas. But how did they get seven, like almost two minutes on PS4 to three seconds? I mean, completely three seconds. You hit. You're at the menu, you hit the resume file, it's not even a second, but getting from mm -hmm. dead, not even having the game loaded up to the main menu is like two seconds. Three that's, seconds. that's a really smart streaming technique. And it's like, why Why is that not the standard now? Like, it's already been out a year, that game. Like, why is... companies what? don't like to share information. I was going to yeah. say, everybody else is trying to figure it out, so... 
Yeah, that's true. Which is crazy because you have like you saw you saw Metroid Prime do it way back on in the GameCube days. You see future, um current implementations of it. You see like um God of War PS4. You see how they, hey, we're gonna start. Here's a tree. We're mm-hmm. loading everything after this, and then once you get to it, it just happens just like that. So it's, it's there's a lot of hidden loading in in games where yeah. like, you, you can't just have do to anything. do it in the right way, and, and yeah, it's fine. So Arceus does a good job of that too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, All like, right, people. We are well. <laughs> yeah. We are way over. So, like, yeah, we are way over. Uh, so I do uh, <clears throat> slightly apologize, Sli- only slightly, because um, I did warn slightly. y'all. Um, <laughs> I did warn y'all, but uh, thanks to everybody for showing up. Terminator Juice, thank you for. So, yeah, uh, thanks for having me, man. Appreciate you. Yep, sure. Talk good talk with you with some fellow we <laughs> talk some Xenoblade. Xenoblade in the house. So, uh, <laughs> all right, we're gonna do our little uh our roundabout. So uh Terminator, anything you would like to pimp out before we get out of here? Nah, man. My uh my channel's pretty much uh thanks to Elden Ring and Horizon and uh Arceus. <laughs> my uh I was gonna do I had like a weekly plan of home theater videos. As soon as I started playing Arceus, then Elden Ring. Now, I mean, it's I haven't done a video. Um, I just basically stream occasionally, so that uh, you know, like twenty people will watch it. <laughs> people don't like watching gameplay. I, I, I yeah, just, that's the thing. Unless that's what you do. Unless it's your main channel. So, yeah, I've just been playing a ton of games, watching a lot of movies. Um, just finished up my third time through The Expanse. Uh, if anybody's watched that ah. show. I yeah, forgot how good into it. Yeah. That shit great, is great so show. good. It's even better on the on the third time through. Um and uh yeah, that's all I got. So thanks got, for having me. You got the jail tomorrow? Yeah, we're gonna do juice loose. Uh I have no topics planned. Um I guess uh <laughs> King Hearts four and whatever. <laughs> you can title oh. it win. <laughs> there, yeah. there you go. This is his pocket winging it episode. Oh, uh, just freestyle it. Everybody love it. Just freestyle it. We start talking. All I gotta do is bring up the Wii U or Breath of the Wild, and then we got there an hour go. right there. Yeah. there you go. <laughs> all right, Shadow, what you got? Um, nothing much. As as Juice already said, my channel has been dead for other, other reasons as well. Um, <laughs> definitely Elden Ring, definitely Shin Megami Tensei as well. Uh, oh, you so, finally playing? Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah it is unsealed cool. now. Yes, <laughs> unsealed. So I'm, I'm, it, it is kind of weird to go between those two games, like going back and forth, like sixty plus hours in Elden Ring, thirty plus hours in Shin Megami Tensei. They are not the same game at all. No. Dude, I was going from Bloodborne <laughs> to Arceus. <laughs> that's a big change too <laughs> with that dog dog on a completely different button <laughs> oh yeah so yeah i hopefully i can get some videos i, I want to do um at least uh a couple of videos for the the wii u um effort that we're doing here on, on our channel so i'll try to get some of those up as soon as i can and um and we'll go from there but other than that nothing else just misbehaving on twitter i guess here and there but uh, <laughs> I, I try to i try to stay out of it when you when they're known known trolls that just want to kind of go back i'm just glad you no stopped reason. uh retweeting smd 64's bullshit I, didn't, <laughs> I just didn't want to see, that's a that's a saga i didn't right? want to see any more of his nonsense <laughs> oh god yeah but if you know if there's a, there's an SSD here, there's there's NAND flash and there's an NVMe type drive. That means there's going to be a new switch. And I'm like, okay, 
<laughs> When's that switch killer coming just, out from Sony? Yeah, <laughs> just just stop, man. Just stop. Man. He just I don't know. He likes Metroid, I guess. So whatever. Um, but people people are gonna like his channel and go from there. But no, that's that's all I got. So yeah, you play games to impress other people or have fun or whatever. That I don't know what that tagline. He is said you don't even know that, that was so half hearted. <laughs> I don't even. Whatever. Play games, dudes. Play games. <laughs> All right, Andre, what you got? Well, I mean, if anybody's been watching my channel, I just I dropped a video for Xbox saying that they need to bring back Condemned 1 and 2. Um, my cross-zone video from last night combines Mario and Sonic's kart games. And earlier today, there was a Silent Play Sunday for Mega Man Perfect Blue, which is a fan game. It was just a demo from Sage 2020. That's what was on my channel as of late, and there'll be more stuff, and I'll be doing more buffoonery with the I got mine and uh where were you? T- hashtags I'm gonna be using. <laughs> <laughs> so. gotcha. All right, Jack. Okay, so like I said, whenever I got my place, everything be good to go. Um, but I'm playing this game called Unpack Shit. And um <laughs> it's amazing. <laughs> and uh a lot was, of DLC. <laughs> especially with that. Because I was supposed to have an El Gato on webcam DLC, and that shit's missing. So I'm using <laughs> now I haven't unboxed everything, so I'm still crossing my fingers that it'll pop up. Because I'm using my cell phone as my webcam right now, but mm. I have my Wii U, have everything else, but the El Gato is just a mystery. I, I don't know where it is. So hopefully it'll pop up, so I can do the whole I got mine thing. But yeah, so I, I'll start. Um, recording some stuff soon as soon as i find that but i do owe people some music so i got to get on that too that they've already paid for so i'm like all right i got to get that together so nonetheless um that's pretty much what i have going on and the game itself will come come later because i meant that stuff i'm not being paid for so i gotta you know take care of priorities first the priorities mm-hmm. priorities mm-hmm. all right sandstorm um so we are my i got mines are on tuesday i didn't do it last tuesday um we had some family things going on but we will be playing lego city undercover that's my game yeah that's gonna be the next game for i got mine um saturdays we usually do the stormcast um what we talk about this coming saturday who knows because there's no news that has come out between now and then um and quickly to uh, raise question as to when the Switch Pro is coming out, it is coming out. Uh, <laughs> it is coming out holiday 2018. So um, there, you there you go. That's when it, it already started. came out, man. Yeah, be prepared for that. Um, Switch Lite, bro. Tell the Switch OLED. <laughs> um, so other than that, um, we will be doing. We will be having some changes um, to the channel. Exactly um, how that's going to look or how that's going to partake, I do not know. But um, just know that that is coming. Um, and yeah, that's it. That's about it. Oh, uh, quickly, uh, we are at our 300, and I think that ends on Wednesday. So whoever entries are coming out, we'll be doing the entry and the drawing and everything on Saturday for that. All right. Nice. Cool. All right, so um, if you've been watching my channel, I put some gameplay up of Subspace Emissary. Love that. Um, <laughs> uh, I will be doing the I Got Mine for Star Fox Zero because I know people are going to tell me that that's the most horrible um, gameplay ever. Whatever. I actually like that game. I love that game. Yeah, a lot of I like the final boss, too. Yeah, people complain about that. It's but... actually fun once you take the, the 15 minutes to learn to learn how to play. 
That mm-hmm. being said, so you take um, social media out of it. Well, I guess you can't work at IGN then. You got to get good at the, the chicken, whatever the, I forget what it's called, the chicken form um, and, and uh, switching back and forth quickly because I, 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 had I had really, no problem with it. I had a great so. strategy and it worked against them. And uh, yeah, yeah, I love that game. So I'm going to be playing that next week. Um, also, uh, I am going to jump into uh, a couple of games on the Wii that I think should get the HD treatment. The first one is The Last Story from Miss Walker. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. That game should get some love. That was a very good game, so I'm going to be playing that. And guess what? <laughs> My save file got erased. <laughs> Ooh, nice. So I got to start all over. <laughs> Enjoy. Don't- but don't feel too bad because I forgot to transfer my Wii saves over to my Wii U. So anything I no. play as far as Wii is all the virtual be... console. No, yeah. no, I still have the Wii itself. It's boxed somewhere. I just never transfer my files over. Oh, oh okay. you need to do that before. Yeah, and that. Do that on launch. I did that on launch. And, uh... and also, I did find though that I have Punch Out. I forgot I, I bought wow. it. So I still have Punch Out. So I may draw. I may uh, do that. That's another game that return. So yeah. Punch Out needs to come back. Yeah. So those are the two that I because I want to start doing some of those Wii games that I think should actually get some HD love, like a rematch mm-hmm. or something. And Last Story, just come on, man. <laughs> that was that game was just too good from an RPG standpoint. It's got to be something behind it. It, yeah. it has to be because if you look at Xeno, then you got to say, okay, we got to swing again. To try to see yeah. if we can get this yeah. other one in there. I bought yeah. the Xenoblade Definitive I, and opened it. I still haven't played it though. Um, uh, just run straight to the the epilogue and play <laughs> play the seriously because it's, it's really good. Um, right. I never finished. I only got ten hours on the original. Mm. Uh, Weaver. I, I actually love what they did. I love the change that they made the Definitive Edition. I, I really do. Um, I do need to finish up that so I can finish uh, Future Connected before three drops. So yeah, Future Connect is good. Yeah, so I don't think it'll be. It won't be. I don't think it'll be that necessary to play Future Connect before you play three. For me, it will. Okay. For for me, it will. Uh, Same reason why I had to do Torner the way I had to do it. So yeah. Um. (laughs) But yeah, that's what's going to be from us. And um, don't forget that we do have fresh take on Sunday. And I know Vicky's mad at me right now. I apologize, but (laughs) we have Uh fresh take on Sunday morning. Still had beer, even with juice. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, we did a review for um, episode two of Moon Knight and episode three of the Halo series. So we're doing that on Sundays now. So check out that on Sundays at 10 a.m. and check us out back here at 7. So that's all I got. That's all we got. We are out. Y'all enjoy the rest of y'all even. Thank you for showing up. Thank you for guys in the chat. We appreciate you. Thank you, Terminator yes. Juice. We appreciate you as well. We will see yes, you guys next Sunday, unless something crazy happened and it can drop another drink. So, uh, Nintendo going to drop something. So, you know it. Peace. Peace.